Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. A very good day to you, or rather evening, uh, just after 6 o'clock on VOC 91.3. Uh, shukran so much for joining us for another edition of Questions and Answers. I'm Khawa Solomon, and uh, I'll be with you right up until 7 o'clock. And joining me today, as always, is Sheikh Ibrahim Wurz, uh, Sheikh uh, being the resident imam out at the Yusufiya Masjid in Weinberg. We welcome Sheikh back. Assalamu alaikum, Sheikh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And uh, assalamu alaikum to all. All the listeners of Voice of the Cape. And a very good day, good evening to you as well, to um, all our listeners uh, around the world. Uh, I'm sure you tuned in to www.vocfm.co.za if you're not. Please log on to that website, click on Listen Live, and you can hear us wherever you are um, around the world. Tell your friends and uh, do SMS us with your questions on 47913. Um, this uh, is a pre-recorded show, so note that uh, if you're going to be sending us uh, your SMS today, inshallah, most definitely we will be dealing with it um, in the following week. Uh, please be patient as we will deal with the questions that has came through last week, inshallah. So, Sheikh, let's uh, get straight into it. I, I do find this question a bit familiar. So, I'm, we have received it and recently as well. So, let's just reiterate, inshallah. Salam, Sheikh, I got a very good husband, alhamdulillah, but I have a problem. Um, he has two wives. One of them I bend backwards, forwards, sideways to accommodate the other wife, but she doesn't see eye to eye. I got a problem where he's allowed to make uh, or accept calls, but when he is there um, by her, I am not allowed to call because he's not going um, He's not going up because she is around. Um, and uh, is it right towards me? Sometimes it is upsetting me. And to top it off, I only phone if there's a problem that I can't handle and I need to consult him. Um, so I, I, rather I can't handle it and I need to consult him. Can Allah give me some advice? Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Wa afdalu salati wa atammu taslim. Ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een. Uh, yes, indeed, this question had uh, surfaced not too long ago, and uh, perhaps either maybe the questioner did not uh, hear the answer, or, or maybe uh, the answer was not sufficiently clear for uh, to her. Um, so the question obviously revolves around the fact that she's a second wife, or one of two wives rather, and uh, it seems that the husband is treating her somewhat unfairly. Uh, especially uh, in communicating uh, with her, and that is that he takes offense whenever she phones and he is with the other wife, whilst when he is with her, he accepts calls from that particular wife. Mm. Um, and I think we mentioned that, obviously, if he's doing it deliberately and he is deliberately making sort of a difference between the two wives in this regard, then it is obviously wrong from him to do that. Um, he should not be doing that. Um, they should be treated equally, and uh, they should be given equal opportunity to be communicated with, etc. Uh, I think uh, what is important is that you need to speak to your husband about it and uh, tell him that you, know, you, know, you don't feel happy about this. And I think the last time when I did answer the question, I did uh, also emphasize the point that you must also make sure that when you are phoning him it must be obviously for something that is rather urgent and so now in this question it seems that you are confirming that you don't phone him except if it is something that you cannot handle by yourself so obviously he needs to take that into consideration and he needs to also uh, look at your situation and you deserve his attention even if he is with the other wife and you need his help uh, 
Because sometimes what would happen is there's children on both sides and there may be something very urgent with perhaps the kids, etc. And you need to phone him. So uh, if this is the case, then yes, uh, obviously he needs to handle the situation uh, better and not get uh, angry when you phone him uh, if he's there, especially if it is not unnecessary. And if the other wife is causing a problem uh, because of that or she is sort of... um, rejecting this or not liking this, then it is his duty actually to sort this out. It is his duty to handle it properly and to speak to the other wife saying that, look, I've got another wife and uh, if she needs to phone me urgently, I need to respond because it may be something that cannot be uh, seen to accept by myself. So I think the the, the key for me is that uh, uh, whilst you're posing this question to us, it is important that you uh, speak to your husband openly about it and uh, honestly about it and say to him that you are not happy and uh, it is not right, obviously, for him to be treating you unfairly um, uh, for the reasons that you've mentioned. So uh, hopefully if you tell him that and you sit down and in a civil way try to sort of um, convince him about your, your, your right that you still have over him, etc., hopefully he will... He will he will listen to you and he will be able to understand. And in terms of obviously uh, mentioning, you mentioning in this question that you and the other wife don't see eye to eye, that yes, this is, this is obviously a situation that is quite common uh, between two wives. Uh, it's not easy for them to be the best of friends, etc. Um, and, and, and it's understandably so sometimes because obviously uh, there is emotions involved, etc. But we try our best. We should try our best to uh, live in harmony and to live in the best way possible um, with others and, and try not to cause unnecessary issues. Um, so I feel that your husband, he is going to be the main person and role player here to be able to cause and, and, and create the balance between you and his other wife in accepting calls. And perhaps you should uh, suggest to him that, look, uh, let's just have some ground rules which we all uh, you know, implement and that is that if I phone, I won't phone you except if it's absolutely necessary. And so please, uh, if I do phone, you should answer or while SMS you, whatever the case may be. Maybe they can come up or come up with some kind of solution that uh, will suit the needs of all parties, inshallah. Inshallah. Um, all the best to um, that question of the lady there. Salam, Sheikh. Can one make dua in English Institute or as well? Yeah, the, the issue of translating the askar or translating whatever must be uttered in the salah, um, there are various levels of things that are normally uttered in the salah, uh, some of which cannot be translated at all. And then there are others that may be translated for people who are unable to utter them in Arabic. And then there are others that are acceptable, whether it is done in Arabic or in any other language. So if one looks at, for example, the recital of the Qur'an, the recital of the Fatiha and the Surah after the Fatiha and whatever forms part of the verses of the Qur'an, this is something obviously that cannot be translated. Under no circumstances can we translate the Qur'an because we know once we translate it into another language, it is no longer Qur'an, but it is the interpretation thereof or a rendition thereof which may not uh, represent the proper meaning. And so it is a condition that when we recite the Qur'an, it has to be in Arabic. So let's say a person is a new Muslim and they are not able to recite Arabic and they are not able to recite the Fatiha, then in this case they are not allowed to translate the Fatiha. What they should then do is they should uh, uh, just recite any other form of dhikr in place of the Fatiha 
Um, and if they cannot even do that, then they should just remain silent for a period that is equal to the recital of Surah Al-Fatiha. But the Fatiha is under no circumstances should it be translated. Uh, in terms of the other integrals of the Salah, including the what we know, we know to be the Takbiratul Ihram, saying Allahu Akbar at the beginning of the Salah, uh, putting Salawat on the Prophet Sallallahu at the end of the Salah, reciting the Tashahud at the end of the Salah. These are all integrals of the Salah. Uh, and whilst they are equally important uh, just as the Fatiha they are slightly different because the Fatiha or the Quran is obviously divine uh, even its wording its utterances cannot be changed so when it comes to the Takbiratul Ihram and the Tashahud uh, which is the Tahiyat Al-Mubarakat which we recite at the end of the Salah or putting Salawat on the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam then these things are although they are integrals they must be done in Arabic um, if a person is unable to do it in Arabic let's say again the revert um, they cannot utter all these things in Arabic Then they can actually translate it into another language uh, But on condition that they must obviously make the effort To learn these words in Arabic as well Because the ultimate goal is to actually recite them in Arabic So that is a second level of utterances All the integrals, all the arkan of the salah That must be uttered It must be uttered in Arabic for the one who is able to But if one is not able to Then you are able to translate um, as for the last and third level, and that is obviously the question at hand, can a person recite the other du'as in the salah in English, such as your tasbih that you make in your sujood or your ruku' etc., then yes, you can recite them in English, uh, although uh, ideal or, or what is more preferable is to do it in Arabic, but were you to do it in English, it would be acceptable, it would not uh, invalidate the salah as such, because these athkar are not actually the integrals of the salah, it is not something that is a rukun, or that is uh, going to invalidate your salah if you leave them out even so let's say you go into sujood and you don't recite anything you just go down and you don't even say one word then your sujood will still be correct and so hence the utterances therein is not uh, obviously as important as reciting the fatiha or the takbiratul ihram mm-hmm. although ideally to do it in arabic is best because that is how the prophet sallam did it and that is how it's it's uh, the most beautiful but if you cannot you can obviously recite them in any other language, inshallah. So, Sheikh, if we're doing um, the sujood or the ruku and we're in prostration and we're saying, um, Subhanallah, um, can we? So, the questioner wants to know can, can we then have English like um, saying, Oh Allah, guide me for today? Um, would that also be allowed? Yes, you can. Like I said, time? when it comes to the sunnah adhkar. The sunnah dhikrs that is made in the salah That can be rendered in another language Okay, there is no problem in that Although even there the ideal is obviously to do it uh, The way that it is prescribed to us Okay, but when it comes to the takbiratul ihram And it becomes to, comes to any other uh, part of the salah Then obviously the, 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 the arkan or the main integrals of the salah Cannot be translated if a person is able to render them in in Arabic okay. okay But if you are unable to For the time being You can do them in English But you must make an effort To learn them mm. Okay And the Fatiha is the highest level Or the Quran in general That you cannot translate Under any circumstances So even if you cannot recite The Fatiha You will have to um, Leave the Fatiha out then mm. And recite something else In place of it But not translate the Quran Because the Quran Cannot be translated In the Salah at all Shukran Sheikh Let's move to our next question uh, After the short break Stay with us This is questions and answers more after this.